welcome to the Fiberton Acres podcast. I'm Rick. I'm Ashley. And our show is all about... No, that's not how the opening... How does it go? It's Fiberton Acres. A look at homesteading, horticulture, and husbandry. I think humorous look. Oh, yes. That's what a it is. A humorous look at I think we'd have this... this homesteading. This is the 10th episode. episode I never 10. say that part, though, so... <laughs> episode 10 already? Yeah. Hey, welcome to episode 10. Oh, we've done 10 whole episodes. You know what our show is about. We don't need to tell you I every hope, time. I uh, you know, if you don't, go listen to some of the other ones. I recommend Fences. Of course <laughs> you do. This is the best episode. <laughs> uh, uh, so, hi. Welcome. 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 Hi. Uh, hi. Wonderful. It's a good show. I'm glad you could make it to so, hanging out with us today. Yeah, and today... Um, what are we gonna... What are we talking about today? Rick? <laughs> I can't do the NPR voice. I can't do it. I can't do it. Uh, <clears throat> I need oh. more coffee. <laughs> Quick, fill in. Uh, okay, so I this time, like once ever, the first time ever. That's how you say that. Uh, did not do any preparation. I did all the prep on fences. Um. Yeah, I guess that's true. Sort of. Oh, I think up. I think you had help on that one, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. I did have lots of help. Uh, but, yeah. So, this time I told Rick that I'll be the one riffing on him. And this is probably not going to go well. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Sorry about this. Ashley's improv skills are off the chart. Just in the wrong direction. Just one wrong, chart. It's the, Usually no, it's no. off the charts, but this one is just off That's the a, chart. No, it's off the chart, just in the negative <laughs> instead of on the positive. Like, the chart has two offs. <laughs> and, yeah, I guess that's technically Yeah, true. you can actually suck the improv yes, out of other people. Yes. <laughs> so this should be interesting. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about yamas. I love yamas. Yes, I want como a yama. Se llama. I knew that. That was definitely going to come up. Yeah, como se llama. Como se llama. Uh, because, we see, we make that joke because llamas are uh, from, actually, they're from North and South America. But uh, now they're only native to South America. And uh, I'm Is just going to throw... To, uh... They just migrated oh. and stayed down there. We uh, didn't just murder them all. No, okay. no, we actually didn't. Uh, however, I uh, spent a weekend, I think. Uh, I think it was a weekend. Uh, maybe it was a couple of days during the middle of the week. Okay. Uh, on a dig in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a pre-Clovis uh, culture yeah. uh, site, an archaeological dig. And they have found the oldest poop of people called corporalite and yeah, I said coprolite yeah, one or the other coprolite corporalite I've heard it both ways okay <laughs> uh, they uh we're gonna get but also at that same spot they found they kept telling me camel poo and I like after reading all this realized it wasn't it's camelid poo Right, our because llamas, llamas and alpacas and uh, vicuña and the other one are camelids. They're North American camelids. Mm-hmm. So they they were, so they were up in Oregon, like back with the pre-Clovis uh, people. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like in the same spot too. So they think maybe they also had like domesticated some That'd be and cool. were using them. But that one was just like 
they found like an instance of it. So the professor wasn't too keen to uh, make any. Yeah, make any big judgments. He was just like, "Oh, that's interesting. This is possible." Uh, they're down in South America, Chile, Peru, uh, Colombia, all that area. Uh, the Peruvian ones, that's like where most of them are, is in Peru. Mm -hmm. They've been using them as uh, pack animals, beasts of burdens. I, that's kind of, I want a llama for two reasons. Well, we're going to cover those. But I want, I'm fine. <laughs> Just so you all know, I want it for two reasons that tell I'm not allowed to tell you right now. Tell them what one, for a pack animal. That's so cool. Yeah, a beast of burden. You can make it carry stuff for you. They can carry, a, a yama can carry, a, it's, oh, what is it? 25 to 30% of their body weight for 5 to uh, 10 miles. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, how much do they weigh? Like, hold on, I have it here. They weigh... Two hundred and ninety to four hundred and forty pounds. So basically, they can carry about a hundred pounds if you have a big one. That's and, cool. Yeah, and they can carry it for ten miles. If you overload them, they just sit down. But <laughs> <laughs> they just refuse. They're like, nope. Yeah, that's too heavy. They're, they're just like, no. So they won't struggle. Like you can't. You See, can't. It'd be cool, like if one. we had like a barn. And I wanted to like load it up with all the hay. I could just like throw a wait. Can they pull stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh. So it's more with alpacas now. Uh huh. Uh, which we'll do another show about packers. Uh, alpacas. The packers. Uh, they uh people will hook carts to them and have them tow kids around. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> they pull kids around. Oh, and you said. It's because alpacas are a little easier to train than llamas. Yeah, alpacas are a little easier to train, and there's more, uh, they, they're more trained alpacas. Like, people tend to get llamas for your second reason you want one, is a guard animal, right? Right. So people tend to get them as a guard animal, so they're not so acclimated to people, they're oh, more right. acclimated to their they, sheep. Right. They keep them a little more wild to right. be guard animals. Yeah, so they, uh... Alpacas are more usually trained to be more people friendly. I have an awesome story about llamas that I want to tell at the end of this. Okay, I'll make sure to remind so you. Everybody needs to stay tuned to the end because this is the best yeah, llama story true. like ever. I will even back that up. That it is pretty phenomenal. Like I could make the whole episode this story because I could stretch it out because it was a stretched out story for two years. Oh, that's true. Huh? It was a two-year story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> But don't worry, we won't stretch it out that long. Unless you want. This whole podcast. I'm starting a side no, podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Llamas. We want to talk about llamas. So, so uh, Rick, tell me about llamas. Uh, this is, the info I found was in metric first, and then, Wait, so I keep maybe, accidentally maybe almost start using. Maybe this, where we talk I about keep, the difference between. But I keep almost using, uh. Heathen units instead of freedom units. I definitely didn't tell it to print those pages, but oh well. Here, start with this part. Okay. Or do you want me to start with it? Go ahead. Since this, you I can this just read this piece of paper. Of of <laughs> uh, this is giving the differences between uh, alpacas and llamas for those that might not realize they are actually different animals. Um, 
So alpacas, their ears are different. Uh, they have short spear-shaped ears. Llamas have much longer banana-shaped ears. I want to just go so I could totally call them banana-shaped banana ears, though. <laughs> That's true. I never thought about it. Um, their size, alpacas generally weigh in about 150 pounds, while llamas can get as heavy, as we said, as 400. It actually, on according to Wikipedia, it's they say 440, because they say 200 kilograms, which is 440. Mm-hmm. I think I've wrestled, sure that with, just... I've wrestled with some that were probably close to that. Yeah, probably. I mean, when they're, a lot of people will feed them to what they can yeah. eat. So. Oh, and Nev was, I'm so glad Nev was there that one time. But they had that one. When we were doing shearings. We were doing so. shearings and uh, we had to wrestle this llama. And it was, he was like six foot six to the head. Because Nev is tall. Mm-hmm. And it was taller than Nev. At the head, I remember, because Nev was at the front. And it did not want to cooperate at all. And it had to be 400 plus pounds. And, like, oh, he was such a... Oh, hold on, there's about to be a four-wheeler go by. Just so you know. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, we wrestled. Oh, well, here, at the shoulder, an average alpaca stands between 34 and 36 inches to the shoulder. Right, okay, so I have to the head... Uh, of a can, llama? Yeah, a llama. They say 5'6 to 5'9. Oh, 5. I bet point, it was. Sorry, 5.9, which would actually be like 5'11. 5'10 five, five and something fraction. 5.9 feet, because they did conversion. So it I didn't mean, you are kind of short, so you probably. But Nev is tall, and Nev it was. Nev is shorter than me, though. Is he? I'm pretty, I thought oh. so. Anyway. It's but this thing was huge and didn't want to cooperate and yeah it was like a six foot tall we'll just say it was about okay. six foot tall there we go to the head and it go was ahead. fat and it was super fat yeah <laughs> um, their faces are different llamas have a longer face and alpacas faces a bit more blunt giving them the smooshed in look that's what I was gonna I was totally gonna say something like that that's perfect oh did you know they're cute little smooshed faces that llamas. That the emperor of uh, some Incan society was once turned into a llama, and by a witch. Nope, no, that's the emperor's new groove. Yep, that yep. is the emperor's new groove. My bad. Thought that was a documentary I watched. Uh, <laughs> dude, ruin my groove. Oh, uh, you threw off the emperor's groove. That was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, their purpose uh, for more than five thousand years, alpacas it have been bred for fiber and in Peru for meat as well. While llamas have been bred for the same amount of time as pack animals and meat. Pete, so. Pete said that alpaca is actually not bad tasting. He's had I heard alpaca that. burgers. One of the ladies we sheared for, um, she had, I, it was the day that you weren't there, but I, uh, yeah, they, I guess they had, I didn't eat it because I don't eat meat, but they had like the jerky or something like that. Oh, maybe that's what he had. Yeah. And he was telling, uh, yeah, he was telling me that he was like, those are pretty good. But I was like, it's jerky. Like all jerky is pretty is that, good yeah. if it's meat, right? Uh, their hair is different. A pack produces much finer fiber than the llama. That, that, is, that yeah. is true. The alpaca also produces more fleece than its larger cousin, and in a much greater variety of colors. Llamas also generally do not have as much hair 
on their head and face as alpaca zoo, which is true. You get like, I don't know if you've seen, but you'll see like the little, little froze. We'll put after. a picture yeah. of some, uh, alpaca haircuts. On I don't think we have any uh, llama haircuts, but we'll give you. Ooh, we should put oh, up the so picture. You don't really do that. You don't shear their their head at all. Can okay. So in there, in in their description or whatever on, our, on the blog post, uh-huh. can we put a, when I made the alpaca wear the my little pony hat? Yes. Okay, <laughs> that picture's gonna be on there, and you should look at it because it's. A uh, llamas have more guard hair too. This yes. is just from my experience, um, and guard hair is like. It's more like dog, like a, if you have a, like black lab or whatever, like, you know, their dog, normal dog hair, that's the guard hair and it kind of is the outer layer. Uh, then the finer hair is usually found underneath. Um, their dispositions, alpacas are very much herd animals while llamas are more independent minded. Alpacas tend to be a bit more skittish than llamas, which are often used as guard animals for alpacas, sheep, and other small livestock. That's why I want a llama. I don't. Could, I think an alpaca would might also work as. I've a guard. heard that, but I've heard that you still want more than one, and but you can just have one llama. That's true. Um, is that is that your main differences? Those are my main differences. Okay, that I found that. Uh, all by myself. I sent you that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, brief history. Uh, some more. They uh, they're very social. Always have been. And uh, oh, you didn't mention that their both of their wool is lanolin free, which apparently is oh. a big deal. But I always thought lanolin was good. So well, it's just uh, like lanolin's used for other things like you know lotions and soaps and stuff like that uh-huh. but um it's hard when you're spinning to get all that off like oh, you have okay. to do extra processes to <sighs> to clean it up because you can't you can spin and if you want to go back to our our you spin me right round episode we talk about i get way too That's in right. depth the probably fake, of the, the lanolin to make spinning it, in the grease yeah. but all right, moving on from yes, your okay. spinning sidebar. Uh, llamas actually came from the central, they think, came from the central plains of North America 40 million years ago. Central plains? What do you think that would be? Oh, little west of here. Uh, like the Great Plains. Yeah? Oh, yeah. okay. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, they migrated, and that was uh, 40 million years ago. Right. They were there. Then they migrated uh, to South America about three million years ago. Oh, okay. So by the end of the last ice age, they were extinct in North America. So about 10,000 to 12,000 years ago, the end of the last ice age, there was no more native camelids. Yeah, camelids in North America. They had all moved to South America and Central. Uh, In 2007... There were over 7 million llamas and alpacas in South America. Wow. 7 yeah. million. Yeah. And due to importation from South America in the late 20th century, uh, there are now over 158,000 llamas uh, and 100,000 alpacas in the U.S. and Canada. There are more llamas in the U.S.? Yeah. Alpacas? That's I know. surprising to me, I, actually. Yeah, I, I agree, but I think, uh, like... Probably a lot in Canada used mm. as guard animals, maybe like higher elevation, like because they're good at 
cold weather. Oh, because, yeah, they could do, like, the, uh, what am I thinking of? Peruvian, like, it gets cold, right? Yeah, Peruvian mountains, man. Machu yeah. Picchu yeah. is in, uh, you know, there, and, like, people notoriously can't walk around too long in Machu Picchu because it's so high up. Uh, so, uh, there are four... As uh, Ashley mentioned, there's the Vacunia, which is wild. Can, can we talk about the Vacunia oh, in this one? The... Or, oh, yeah, everybody? Me. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? That's what happens when you have a 20-year-old neighbor kid who doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't have work right now. So. <laughs> uh, Hi, Tyler. <laughs> the Vicuña, I'm going to just mention him real quick. He's wild in Peru. Mm-hmm. Uh, their fiber... Mm-hmm. is, like, super fine, right? Yeah. So it's really expensive, especially because they can't be domesticated. They, like, they'll die. they just die? Yeah. I guess they'll just, like, stop eating if they're confined. Mm. Uh, from oh, what I was reading, they just starve themselves to death if confined. Wow. And uh, their fur grows really slow, so you can only shear them every three years. People go out into the mountains... And catch like them, and, and then shear them out in the mountains, and then let them go again. That's kind of cool. Uh, if they don't get shorn, they mm-hmm. die. Oh, they don't like. Have they don't a naturally way to shed. shed. Wow. No. Well, how do they live in the wild then? They're because they've been around people for so long. Oh, so long. we basically like, we, genetically modified them without ever without... actually domesticating them. That's fascinating. Yeah, it really is. Uh. So, and then there's the uh, guanaco, the llama guanacio. Ooh. Uh, in, that I said cool. it was Spanish, but it's actually Latin, but I can't do a Latin accent. No. Uh, it's an endangered species. Yeah. Uh, subset of llama. Where are uh, they found? Same uh, Peru, Chile, yeah. that, that type of area. Yeah. I'll have to find a American. picture of those because I don't know what they look like. Yeah. And then there's, of course, the uh, Surrey alpaca and the Oaxaca. No. Uh, uh, the, where is it? I have to look at it again. Hukaya? Wakaya. 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 Uh, it's spelled with a with an H, just like uh, Je- oh, no, Jehovah is spelled. No, H at the beginning. Where are you looking? Oh, uh, I thought you were pointing at that. No, that's yeah. the Latin. Uh, so anyway, uh, all of those llama. The Surrey looks like they have like dreads, kind of, and the uh, Wakaya wa- wa- um, are like sheepy looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that more in our alpaca one. but So alpacas and llamas? Only exist as domesticated animals now. Really? Yep. I would have thought, like, at least llamas would be... No. Wild, they're all so. domesticated. Wow. And, like, you know, maybe some have gotten free. Right. But... Like, they've gone feral, but they're not... Right. It's like a cat. Right. There's no wild house cat. Right. Like, it's a feral house cat, you know? Uh, and But the guanacos and the vicuñas uh, are only wild. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, So early writers compared llamas to sheep. Similarities to camels was recognized soon after, but at first they... You can use camel, like there is camel fiber that, I mean, you can 
spin camel fiber. Just right. as an aside. <laughs> well, technically, alpaca is a camel right. fiber. But uh, I'll just say actual camels. Yeah. Uh, so they were uh, included in the genus camel, uh, Camelus, mm-hmm. along with alpaca, and this uh, in the Systema Natural. Systema Natural. Yeah, which is the uh, oh, natural systems. I think it's going by again. It's okay. the The Book of Natural Systems. You know the Latin guy who he originally just. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for here? There's a word. Classifications. Like, yeah. Anyway, that thing. <laughs> they were separated in 1800 under llama into their own subset. Sorry. I think it. Okay. Okay. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Uh, <laughs> and uh, where was I? Do do do. I'll stop with the taxonomy. That's okay. the word I wanted. Oh, yes. Good job. So uh, the 19th century discoveries of a vast and previously unexpected extinct uh, fauna of North America uh, allowed them to understand the evolution of the different llamas, the different North American camelids. I had like this image of like walking into that like, you know, they fa- discovered this place and they're no. these fancy like <laughs> fossil records. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so they were in the Rocky Mountains, mm-hmm. as well as uh, the uh, where we are now, the Appalachians. Yeah, there were uh, camelids. That's cool. Like relatives of, the and I want to bring more llamas. out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, there was one other awesome things on here. Oh, the fighting teeth. They have fighting teeth. Yes. Uh, which separates them from camels. Oh, camels don't camels have... don't have them. Like you know, when you think of a humped camel, yeah, uh, they they don't have fighting teeth. It is kind of interesting. Like when we're doing shearing, we will go in and uh, help fix their teeth. Like you have to sometimes their teeth gets get too long, but then you have also have to blunt their fighting teeth because uh, the males will actually try to castrate the other uh, males so they can be the only one to to mate. So, yeah, kind of kind of have to watch that. A <laughs> little bit scary. Um, yes. You got nothing for that? I got nothing because I was trying to find the th- other thing I found neat that I forgot to highlight on this. Mm. So, uh, come on, Riff. That's your job. I'm researching you, Riff. Go, go. I was. Please. You were just... You're just taking too long. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, since llama and alpaca are only in the domestic state, like, and that's Wait, pretty much all we've ever known them as uh, Westerners. Or, not Westerners, but uh, Europeans. Yeah. When they got here, they they were already... they were already domesticated. Yeah, they were already, like, fully domesticated animals by the time the Spanish got Which to South pretty... America. Yeah, that's cool. Isn't that neat? I thought that was cool. So, uh, that's that your... That Europeans are not the center of the universe. <laughs> right. Oh, and then there's uh, the breeding methods. I won't go into that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Classic. Oh, but Kriyas, they talk about... Is the Kriya just for... Oh, it's the baby. The Kriyas 
for a baby llama too. Yeah. I knew yep. Creo was baby alpaca, but I wasn't sure. And they're okay. adorable. And they're born with uh, all the herd, females of the herd gather around in attempt to protect against the male llamas, as well as potential predators, because the male llamas will try to kill them. It's a... They're, they're hardcore. Yeah. Uh, they give birth standing, and okay. uh, they usually don't need assistance, and it lasts less than 30 minutes. Uh, That's a lot oh. of animals, though. Like, get it done and over with because they have to protect their so here's predators. one. 8 a.m. to noon. That's when they give birth. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's the window. Uh, because they live in the mountains, mm-hmm. uh, and then even when they lived in, like, more deserty climates, mm-hmm. the weather changes drastically oh, between yeah. night and day. If and they the temperature gave birth, will drop Yeah, if they gave birth at night, it could die before the sun came out. Or if they gave it in the, in the evening, right. it could still freeze. I just love how... And so they how, have to do it in the morning. Right. That, like, how we... Each and everything has evolved to work. That's just so cool. Yeah, and uh, the uh, Kriyas are up, standing, walking, and uh, nursing within the first hour after birth. That's also cool. Yeah, and... Uh, Let's see. Llama milk is lower in fat, salt, uh, fat and salt, and higher in phosphorus and calcium than uh, cow or goat milk. Are they bringing that up because people will use that milk, or I have heard of uh, llama cheese. What? Yes, and it's like oh my gosh, super expensive. That, that sounds crazy. I don't know. If, would that be? I don't know. I mean, I'm down to try cheeses, but. It's a little freaky sounding. Right? Okay. I, I Llama kind of cheese. <laughs> we're looking this up while we're talking here. So, uh, there's... Uh, um, I just got an image of a llama wearing a cheese hat. Nice! <laughs> Google image search is the best. And some llamas on a giant uh, grilled cheese sandwich. So, that's... Those are things, right? That's the brief history. Can right? you drink llama milk? Why is donkey cheese so expensive? These are funny things to find. <laughs> Go on. This sorry. week on Ash Googles. Um, Milking llamas, backyard herbs. Should I continue? Continue, and then I'll interrupt you again. Okay. Uh, so that's the brief history. And so modern uses of llamas, we've already covered some of them. Uh, they're show llamas. Did you know that there are llama show like competitions for who has the prettiest llama? I want to do best it. behaved llama. Uh, you can teach llamas tricks, not as easily as you can alpaca, but you can teach them tricks. So I'll I go... have my open face, my excited. <laughs> let's do this face. Uh, we'll go into more on the tricks when we get when we do an alpaca episode because okay. it's some of the same tricks. One of the things you can teach llamas to do, though, is to sit on command. Yes. <laughs> You're right. I feel like I've gotten close to being able to tell my ram what to do. <laughs> no, you haven't. It's purely, totally. I tell no. him, stay. And he looks at me for a second, at least, before he does the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> but if you said blue cheese, 
he would do the same thing. So it's, no. Yes. He knows. Uh, so. Uh, but I totally want to do that. Okay, there are two things. Okay, we need to. We need to get a llama and train it and show it. And we also have to do the rabbit uh, obstacle course. Yeah. Those are the things. Uh, Got to work on those. Have at it. Uh, so. Oh, I will. <laughs> so we have, uh, we've worked with uh, jurors before. One, really. Uh and we did yeah, our friends what, over seasons? at uh, Shorn. Yeah. You should go check out their website. It's just shorn.com. Yeah, Shorn Fiber are like yeah, they're in Colorado. No, they're no. not. They're Where in Montana. They? Montana. <laughs> Those are the same place. Uh Montana. Uh she's looking it up. I'm so totally that we don't looking mess it, up. it up. Um Okay, I found it. It is shornstore.com. Like S H O R N S T O R E dot com. And they do shearing. So if any of you have, but they only do llamas and alpacas. But if you have any, you should check that out. And I then bet they if also. You, I bet if you offered him enough money, he would uh, try to shear something else for you. Yeah, but he doesn't like to do sheep because yeah, that's but if you pretty back breaking work. Yeah, but if you paid him enough, he'd totally do it. I don't think so. No, like, like a lot, like a hundred bucks a sheep. He also um, shears. What is it? Buffalo. Bison? Yeah. Buffalo? In the that's in the off season. Yeah, I think. Anyway, uh, so we I we've sheared shorn with him three times. Yeah, I think three yeah, summers, think so. maybe four, mm-hmm. something like that. Three, I think. Uh, and uh, we're just helpers. We're not shearers we're, uh, by any means. We're shearing groupies. Yeah, yeah, we we're, are. Uh, <laughs> we like to go hang out and. Help at shearing. Uh, yeah, everybody else who shows up to help has alpacas, alpacas and llamas. <laughs> like, we, you know, their little community, they help each other, but we're just the people, like, we're like, let's help. I, yeah, who knows why we do that? It's it's hard well, work. Well, I also, we you glean, get, yeah. we glean a little bit of fiber from it, too, usually, so. Do you want to explain what that word means to people who we, may not know? We are able to trade our time helping for a little bit of alpaca fiber i also got some of the llama fiber too. it's also known as baking yeah hey you're, <laughs> you're gonna finish that <laughs> we, uh... you're just throwing that away i can just take that <laughs> so uh, yeah actually that's what we make a lot of our um dryer balls our dryer balls from stuff that's not uh the good spinning stuff so we try to use up stuff that other people wouldn't use we use all the parts of the animal that's right uh so we, uh, yeah, we, and we helped do toenails, uh, teeth, teeth. I got to help hold the, the you use, like, head in place yeah. so that they can fix its teeth. Uh, one of them, oh man. And that, shots. And the they one do buck-eyed it. or buck-toothed. <laughs> buck-eyed. Buck-toothed. He had like his teeth almost going like straight out. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. But that was an alpaca. We'll talk about that later. Yes. Okay. Story time. Story time. Story time. Two, three years ago, two years ago, uh, we were sharing with, uh, sharing with Pete, and he's like, I got a call from someone, and uh, they won't tell me who they are, but they want us to come shear to Llama. That was when I was still around, so I was all excited, too, because I thought yeah. we got 
we're gonna go. And he was like, I know is this central California, Central Coast. And he was like, I know that Dick Cheney owns some land out here somewhere. Maybe he's got a couple of llama. I think they also thought Alex Trebek at one point. Oh yeah, did yeah, they have, were thinking. But Trebek. I don't know if he had animals or not. Right, they didn't know. But he so they like they were like, okay, we're gonna need your uh like federal uh employee ID number uh to you know look at this. We need they like asked for his social media links or something. They, they like were like checking into Yeah, like everything. And he's like, Yeah, whatever, fine. And uh then he, days he kept telling us like he's like, Yeah, they're still they're still talking to me. He's like, This is crazy. Like in like then nothing happened. They like they didn't call him back. They stopped contacting him and you know, he didn't wind up shearing them. And we were excited. We convinced it was Dick Cheney's llamas. <laughs> right? Like the level of security that Pete was happening to go right. through was like, you know, the ex vice president level of security. So uh, this last summer, I went down to uh, help out again. I was in Oregon working, so I didn't get to go. And, uh, yeah, I was like, okay, uh, we were hanging out and he was like, guess what? I got a call. Dick Cheney's llamas he called. And we were like, is it really Dick Cheney? And he was like, no, they still won't say who's llamas. They're just telling me like what they need and how much they'll pay. And we're like, all right. So he gets directions finally. And they're like, all right, just go up to this gate, push the button, someone will let you in. So we're like, all right. And it's like a half hour drive from a town, like this little town that we're near. So we wake up, oh man, five, five thirty in the morning to get out there. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we head on out. And as you're driving up, this is Central Coast of California last summer, okay? So before. For the rains that now there's water right. there there was no water there no, i think it was like april ish yeah spring or summer doesn't okay. matter there was no water and uh we as we're rolling up we see ponds huge ponds like these have to you, you like it means something there if you have water on your property yeah right yeah Exactly. Like, and so we were all like, oh, man, this is a big deal. And we drive to the gate. Nice gate. We see like five uh, yard workers, groundskeepers <laughs> right. on the other side of the fence. And like we buzz and uh, one guy comes over and uh, the gate opens. One of the, <laughs> the maintenance guys comes up and Pete speaks some Spanish. And Pete says, uh, Donde es tus llamas? <laughs> like, Donde tus llamas? Oh, it just cracked me up for some reason. And I was like, is it pronounced with a Y, Pete? And he was like, Donde es tus llamas? Llamas. 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 Like, trying There's to... two L's. Yeah. And he was like, llamas? Llamas? And the guy was like, he's like, uh, I and like just points down the road. And so we drive down the road. There's this huge pond. Okay. Like it's big, the big one, uh, like a 
like five buildings on this property we can see one of which is off to the left and it's super mm-hmm. cool and we're the whole time just like oh my goodness we're in like dick cheney's house <laughs> this is like, this is it yeah uh oh i almost didn't describe the fence bar fence oh fences yeah bar fence you know uh, i don't know what that means you know it's oh, the like the like that galvan long- or yeah. not uh, what is it like like the steel fence, yeah, like not like a fancy, chain link, but like it looks like, like black, yes. like in a cemetery. Yes, <laughs> only like seven feet tall. Oh, geez. Yeah, like way, taller than the truck we were in by okay. a lot. And uh, so we, we were just looking, driving all slow, just wow. And we get pull up there, and uh, there's like easily a dozen gardeners and caretakers and this lady comes up and she was like you know oh you're here for the for the llamas and we were like yeah yeah so we start just getting them ready to shear man we set up our stuff we're gonna do this fast because they only have two two llamas yeah so all this to do two Two, llamas yeah and so like you know there the further out you are the like there's a surcharge right yeah, it well, it's just like basically charge. like, yeah, to show up is this much, but if you're far out, and right, no matter what, it's going to be a certain amount plus whatever. Right. And so we go out there and we're setting him up. We get the llama, the first one in, and he is not handled. He is not a llama that gets handled because he oh. is spitting like crazy. I was going to bring up spitting. Um, oh, yeah. We'll talk about that yeah. after. Uh they they spit when they are upset. Uh, if they're handled at all and used to people, they they actually won't spit at you very often. Or they'll they'll spit, but not bile spit. Yeah, they so have four. Like... They have four different stomachs or four different sections of stomach or something like that. And the further back, the more pissed off they are, the further back it comes from. Yeah, and it gets nastier and yeah. nastier. And uh, they so this one's spitting the nasty. Spitting the nasty. Spitting the nasty, man. Uh, nonstop. Like, we Ugh. had to change... You put a sock over there. Yeah, we, we would mouth. put, like, a sock just to catch that stuff and kind of protect you. We had that. to change it a bunch because we were like, it's not going to be able to breathe because it's filling up the sock. Gross. So we had to change it a couple of times. The second one, way more chill. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Also, the... Uh, the groundskeeper people, uh-huh. bunch of uh, Latino dudes, uh-huh. did not want to help. You could tell they all hated these llamas. Because <laughs> as soon as we start pulling them out, they're they like, we're disappeared. Out. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, bye. <laughs> like, dude, one dude stayed to help. <laughs> like, he drew the short straw. Like. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think he just didn't notice. <laughs> like he he's turns like, around, oh, he's like, "Ah, oh, they're yeah. all gone. Ah, oh, crap. Not it. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we get them shorn. Uh, me and the the other guy who was helping, uh, Nigel. I think his, I felt yeah. bad calling him Nigel because he's he's from uh, New Zealand, so he has like a British accent. I always felt like it was racist to be calling him Nigel. You know, yeah, that, but right? it was, but that's like something I would like derogatorily call a Brit. <laughs> All right, Nigel, we understand. <laughs> you know, and he mentions how good tea is compared to coffee. Like, okay, uh, okay, yeah, Nigel. got it, Nigel. Thanks, but anyway, his name was Nigel. Me and him get back in the truck. 
And uh, you still haven't found out whose place it is. No, and we were telling Pete, we're like, Pete, you gotta find out, man. And this guy comes up and he's wearing like a priest shirt. A priest shirt? You know, with the collar. Oh, okay. Maybe not. Maybe he didn't have the collar, but he was dressed like a like a priest. Okay. Just I don't know, like, like an off-duty like, priest. Off-duty. <laughs> We all were like, like I'm off duty like, right now, guys. So. Yeah, we were like, what's going on? Maybe they have their own church here. Like, you oh. know, maybe Dick Cheney like just has his own church for him and the uh the, care- the caretakers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. You're just still convinced Dick Cheney's we place. We really were. <laughs> and then uh Pete's chatting with him for a while, me and Nigel still in the truck, and Pete gets back in and we're like, What what'd you find out? What'd you find out? And he was like, boys, we just cheered L. Ron Hubbard's llama. <laughs> L. Ron, L. Hubbard, Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology, who is so now dead. An off, off-duty Scientology preacher. Yes. Whatever the... <laughs> uh, it's the, the Church of Scientology owns that place. It's where L. Ron Hubbard died. What? Yeah. He died there, and it's this ranch... Is he buried there? Huh? I don't know. Or I don't like, so. no, no. But I'm there's just still say a room encrusted. No, that's not that. <laughs> entombed. Entombed. No, there's a, a, there's like a room waiting for his return. There, oh. right? Wow. There is at like every Scientology temple <laughs> so or like, anything. Okay. There's like an office for for Elron. Right, you're gonna walk in, and Elrond's just sitting there working. You're yeah. Like, oh hey. Hey, welcome back. He's like, leave me alone. I'm busy. <laughs> Sawed off. Where'd you pick up the British accent? Oh, it's a heaven. Heaven. Uh, Everyone's British in heaven. Vishnu. Right? Where do they go? Oh no. Yeah, they, they don't, don't believe in it. Heaven. They don't have it. They don't have a heaven. What, what do they, they have? Like space. <laughs> I picked it up in outer space, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't they go to like a spaceship in the sky? What I, I don't, don't know. I don't. I listened to like an eight-hour podcast about Scientology at one point. Don't need to listen to it again. Uh, Shout-outs to Ono, Ross, and Carrie. Uh, anyway, it's L. Ron Hubbard's death ranch where she His died. Death ranch. <laughs> uh, Creston, by the way, Wikipedia, Creston, California. Their picture is an aerial view of the ranch. Really? Yeah, and that's where we were. Like, I can point to this spot we were at. But it seems like they don't need to, like, do that much background check if everyone knows that's exactly where right, they but are. nobody gets in. <laughs> oh, right. Like, we got in. They just let us on in. And, like... Did you get to, like, wander around at all? No, Damn. not at all. <laughs> oh, he did tell me I could go fishing. He said there's catfish in there. Really? Yeah. For a minute, because I was like, that's a cool pond, because I'd lived there for, like, two years, and so seeing a pond, I was like, you have a pond! He's like, yeah, you He's like, there's a pole around here somewhere if you want to do some catfishing. You're like, bye, guys, I gotta go. I was like, oh, I would have done that if I had my own car. Like, imagine how delicious a Scientology catfish is. It's from outer space. (laughs) Space catfish. Um, they import those so anyway the building there they like do the I guess they're taking all of his recordings and writings and everything uh-huh. and record and like recording them down Pete said on golden tablets I'm not <laughs> 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 the thing is like I, 
Like the whole time we witnessed it happen and Pete talked to the guy and everything. And you still don't and know Nigel were like, both like, ah, I'm going to go ahead and believe Pete, but just because I want to. Well, I mean, like, like, there's enough oh, kind of outlandish things in the religion to me that you're like, well, maybe. like Right. I mean, but like, then at the same yeah, time, it was knowing just, Pete, he could have been messing with us yeah. <laughs> on purpose to make us look like idiots when we tell someone else on our podcast yeah well or he's there we tell somebody and Pete's like what are you talking about uh, he would do that yeah. to you for humor <laughs> his humor uh so yeah I, I like googled it and it was I was like oh no he's that is where we were but he said they're recording his recordings and writings on golden tablets to preserve them for the future <laughs> That's what they're doing there. And it's called like the, uh, they all have the word science in there somewhere, all their different groups. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's the thing. That's I helped shear L. Ron Hubbard's llamas. And they had significant fences. They were nice <laughs> fences, to be honest. Um, Someday we will afford fences like that. <laughs> and, um, oh, nope, I lost it. I lost it. They were great fences. fences. It's okay. They were great fences. And golden Uh, tablets. L. Ron Hubbard's llamas. I've I've, I've told so many people that and nobody ever believes me. It's just such a weird story. Like, you're like, I have sheer llamas. And they're like, you're weird already. And then. (laughs) Oh, and on (laughs) our way out down the long driveway that runs outside of the fence. Like, it's like a public road, uh you know? We all had to pee, like, real bad. But we were like, how far away from... <laughs> from the... Where do we go <laughs> yeah, not, like... How far do we have to drive before we can pull off and pee? Because it's so, it was like a debate for, like, five minutes until finally we were like, I think we have gone far enough. This is probably okay. Yeah. Um, I looked up two other fun facts. Uh, ooh, uh, oh, are you... Sorry. That's what it was, I remember. Uh, L. Ron Hubbard died in the 90s, so therefore, those actually totally could have been his llamas. Oh, They can live 30 years. Really? 30 yeah. years? Yeah, so even if he Longer died in the 80s, horses, even. even if he died in the 80s, there it's possible they're still his uh, llamas. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Right? What do you got? You looked up two things. Uh... The fiber of llamas are fireproof. No, it's what? not. No, it's not. Really? That's what it says. We're totally going to try it. How and are we going to try it? Knit me a sweater, douse me we'll... <laughs> gasoline, and see if it lights up. Well, I don't know. Like, it doesn't say fireproof when doused in gasoline. gasoline. Oh, like, okay. Maybe if you're not using gasoline. Uh, and oh, where was the other one? Oh no. I ha ha, now you it. know what it's like for me, my life. Um so the other uh llama story is we were shearing a llama at someone's house mm-hmm. and we usually lay them down. If you, we can lay them down, it's the best. Yeah, you could not lay this one down. So <laughs> they had four, five people. Hold, they we tied its halter around a post for the uh overhang. Right. And then uh four or five of us just held onto it 
like its limbs and its yeah. neck. Like there's and, just a bunch of us hanging off of a llama. <laughs> and Pete just starts shearing the middle of it. And he's like, good enough. Everybody, other people were like, yeah, yeah, it's great. It. it That's the one that stepped. Uh, It lifted its leg at one point and its toe, because they don't have cloven or they their have, hooves, they, they have leather that. pads, like they dogs. Have, uh, oh, I just so, saw it. But they have a leather pad yeah. with a toe, or a like toenail. Two, two toes. Yeah. So, yeah. So they don't tear up your grass right. by water. Anyway, its toenail got caught in my zipper. Oh, jeez. And tore all the way. Remember those pants? That was what happened. No, that wasn't a llama. Wasn't? No. Oh. But- well, a, never mind. I'll tell you guys that story on the alpaca yes. episode, I guess. Because I guess that was an alpaca. I misremembered. Tell us your thing you just read. Uh, the digestive system you were talking about. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. They have one stomach, but with three compartments. Compartments, okay. Which makes them suitable to survive on sparse vegetation in mountainous areas. And, like the camel, they can go a long time without water. Yeah. They're, they're more like the camel in that manner. Because they are camels. Well, I mean, like, but, like, alpacas can't do that as well. Right. Uh, And, yeah, they pick which stomach to spit at you from. Oh, man. It's true, though. Like, it's... If you just get a, like, spit and it doesn't stink, that's just, like, them warning you. Like, you should really move. But if they're mad, it's going to be this icky, icky green bile bile that smells... So, so bad. Nigel got it in the mouth. Oh, no. He was just walking up to one, and he was like, are we taking this one? Now? Blah, right is, in the mouth. It's and pretty, was... like, unexpected. Like, it's never, like, <laughs> you don't completely know. There was one. It's unexpected. Okay, so we have it laying down. Uh-huh. And I'm facing away, but I see the look in its eye. Because it had been doing it all yeah. summer. Right? And I'm saw the look in its eye and I quickly just put my shoe right in front of its mouth and it just spit on the bottom of my shoe. And I was like, got you. I like, knew I it. I knew it. You were going to spit in my face. So I, I caught it once and I was very proud of myself. I felt like a ninja. Ninja Rick. A ninja. ninja shearing Rick. Boom. Uh, yeah, yeah so that's what? llamas. Did we have any other like housekeeping or anything we wanted to cover? I mean, well, today's episode is uh, brought to you by Fiber10Acres.com. Uh, they're our proud sponsor for every episode so far. Thank you for all Thank your support. You. That's right. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. <laughs> You're welcome, Ashley. You're welcome, Rick. And uh, uh, they... We just listed some uh, new uh, giant knitting needles that are handmade, and we'll be soon listing some new project bags and um, some more hand-carved crochet hooks, so check those out. Uh, As always, a big shout-out to all the apparatus for letting us use their song, The Aeronaut, as the intro and outro. Uh, Uh, It's an awesome song. It is. Their whole album is fun. They have a, let's go outside and go ride bikes. Let's go outside. Uh, They're from Portland. If you're ever in the Portland area, they, they play all the time. Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, so try to catch them. Uh, so they're super fun. Uh, and a uh, big shout out. We got uh, we got a shout out on our sister podcast last week. Yeah? 
Yeah, on uh, Mike, or, uh, Keeping Up with Keeping the Clampets. Yeah, it's a really fun podcast. Yeah, uh, check out theirs because uh, they're they're more experienced, uh, like farmers than us now. I guess yeah, they, they have more know. than they have, have more than five, six animals. We have seven. They have more than seven <laughs> of each type of animal, and <laughs> they have right. more types too. Uh, uh, and so they yeah, have check them out. Yeah, they actually have their own land. They like own it and do stuff on it. <laughs> they so, do. They're so, legit. So they can tell so, you more of that kind of stuff, which is good. We're we're like a traveling menagerie, whereas they're like, <laughs> right. But, uh, but yeah, no, that's fun somebody, to hear what they're yeah. working on and and their experiences. Somebody called us migrant farmers, and I was like, oh, that's funny. Most migrant farmers don't actually bring their farm with them. Yes. Like, you know, they show up somewhere there is we're a farm. Literal. And, yeah, yeah, we're not migrant farmers. We're migrant farm. We are we're the a, migrant We're farm. a migrant farm uh, community. We're our own migrant farm community. That's right. You like caravans? <laughs> this periwinkle blue. It's not for me. It's for me. Oh, sorry. Gypsies. Uh, uh, what else? I guess. Did you have any more? In fencing that you needed to talk about? No, this week in fencing actually fell into what Ooh, we were talking about. Fancy. It, I want to just add that I am looking forward to saving up enough money to make fencing for our sheep that will actually keep them in. That, that would, yeah. <laughs> it's been an ongoing challenge. Uh, but, you know, it's funny. I was on Instagram and another farmer said that they think you know, like 60 to 70% of farming is fixing fences. So I think that's probably true. Oh, and I wanted to bring up that Rick just um, did a cool new blog post um, about five things you can start today um, to kind of help you through this crazy world we live in. So go check out blog.fibertonacres.com to read his new post too. Thanks. I don't You're know what welcome. to say to that other than <laughs> uh, Okay, well, I guess that's uh, that's it. That's your farm report. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to like us. Subscribe. subscribe review. Review. Yeah. That do really, all those things. So That really we're... makes a difference because, like, it makes it to where people can find our podcast better. So Especially if you're on – if you listen on iTunes or if you can listen on iTunes, do that and just real quick even just do the, like, quick – you know, how many stars? Give us some stars. Yeah, give us some stars. And then just type in the word, like, good. <laughs> I like it. I like. Make good podcast they do. It's fine. That's totally cool. Yeah, it would be great. It would help us out a bunch. I think we're we're almost to the point where we can actually have reviews showing. So they 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 need a few more for us to to have that. So And it'll help others find us, so. Yeah, and, uh, oh yeah, we have a Patreon, have to mention that every show, uh, check it out, bonus content, uh, available through there. Now we're just rambling, so. Yeah. so, yeah, alright. Thanks, guys. Thanks, bye. Bye.